Hey there. Um, I've been stuck here all night. Can you get me out of this cage? Erotic Awakening is grateful for the support of Foxy <sighs> Fick. Foxy Fick is a website dedicated to erotica for men. All of their narratives and role plays are voice acted. Explore what it would be like to get a blowjob from Mermaid Sisters. To invite your cute neighbor over after bumping into her on a jog. To make a deal with a demoness to lose your virginity. To have your crush make a move on you because you've been too oblivious. Or to have your annoyed cat girl begging for your attention. Subscribe today with our affiliate link and get a free trial and enter a chance to work with Foxy Fick to create your own erotica. Head over to foxyfick.com slash awakening. That's F-O-X-Y-F-I-C dot com slash awakening. This week on Erotic Awakening, Spanking Spankos, Octo Pumpkin, and Slow Six. There's more. What? There's more? This isn't just the Erotic Awakening podcast. It is also the Spankos podcast. Awesome. That's going to be fun. We'll tell people about that in a second. Go ahead and finish your little intro (laughs) thing there. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast is grateful to our patrons who receive ad-free early access to our podcast, as well as other perks. Thank you to our new supporters, Lucian And, and Stu. And Stu. Awesome. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. And while we are busy saying hi, um, let, we are being joined tonight by the, the crew from the Spanko podcast, and I will uh, ask you guys to introduce yourself. Okay. Hi. hi. I'm, yep. Go ahead, Sunny. <laughs> hi, I'm Sunny. I'm a Spankaholic. Hi, I'm Sky. I'm a Spankaholic. Hi, I'm Lizzie, and I'm a Spankaholic. Hi, I'm Eric, a.k.a. Big Girl Spanker, and I'm a Spankaholic. Nice. Sounds like we got spankos and spankies. We got spanking <laughs> on the mind. So, Dawn, when we started doing this podcast, hell, when we started to get into kink, one of the first things we started to explore was spanking. And we are as guilty as anybody else to, to not talk about spanking a whole lot because we want to on occasion we'll talk about fish hooks and cuck holding and all this stuff. But spanking is truly one of the most fun, foundational aspects of our BDSM life. It really is. So I think the first, we went to a house party was the very first thing we did. But the second thing we did was a spanking party. And that is like, um, we like to tell people that is a great, well, it's a great fetish to have for one. But for two, if you're just getting started out in, in this kink land, spanking is one of the easiest things to do. I actually saw a TikTok yesterday, and it was of a dude just drinking and he said, you know what? As youngins, two things we hated were naps and spankings, and now that we're adults, two things we love are naps and spankings. <laughs> I still cringe every time I saw on TikTok. <laughs> I feel you. The host of the Spanko podcast, and you heard them introduce themselves, and we're going to talk, I guess, about Spanko. Is that kind of where the topic's <laughs> going to roll tonight, guys? I mean, that's what we talk about all the time. So, yeah. Oh, I am yeah. absolutely. I want to start with that as my first question. You guys, your podcast is dedicated to all things spanking. And you're at, if I remember correctly, episode 38, somewhere in that range? Uh, 
early 30s somewhere yeah it's, is yeah. there really that much to talk about with spanking absolutely we've got a yes. whole list of things we have yet to cover and we keep brainstorming new ideas all the time spanking is awesome you know we're going to be with friends this weekend and and uh oh i've played with one of them before so but spanking is like the easy thing we don't need a toy bag in our rv we don't need well, don't tell don't tell our listeners about it let them tell listeners about okay. it can you guys spank without toys and why spanking and let me go by fact screw all the other questions <laughs> why spanking? who wants to take that go for it um so i mean for all of us spanking has kind of been that thing that we've always um some of us have <laughs> always fantasized about it um, some of us have fantasized about it as we became older um and it's just kind of our core fetish um not that we don't sometimes explore other things but for us spanking is kind of a requirement for us in our camp. spanking Awesome. All right, so I'm going to put an edit in there. Uh, Mark's internet just went in unstable, and I lost you guys there for a moment. I'm going to go ahead and kill our video. Okay. And to go back to that, uh, why? What did I ask? Why spanking? Yeah, why spanking? Yeah. Sorry, we're going to have to do Thank that you. one again. Go for it. Welcome to RV living and okay. RV internet. <laughs> um, for all of us, and all of us have different stories on how we got interested in spanking but for all of us skank spanking but, um, is our core kink it is you know what we really look forward to doing um and a lot of us you know are just kind of hardwired this way have always had an interest um and now that we're adults we can play with spanking the way we want to Cool. So, Sonny, you are, are you a spank? What the, okay, first off, Sonny, tell me what the terminology is here. I mean, what's a, a spanker, spanko, spanky? I don't know. What is, what is the terminology we should be using? So we use spanko as a general term for any spank, anybody into spanking. And then spank E is for somebody that likes to be on the bottom side. And then spank R is somebody that likes to do the spanking. Okay. And, and where do you lay? Spank E. Why spanking? Well, for you personally, why is that? I mean, why? <laughs> it's such a deep question, honestly. <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, I'm a masochist, first of all, which a lot of spank spankos actually aren't masochists but i really am so i really like the pain um mm -hmm. but i also really like the closeness closeness and emotional of it especially like otk where you're very close to your top spanker so cool. otk what is otk I'm sorry, there's a lot of times. We literally did a whole episode on spanking terms. So. Nice. You can also look um, so it up on spankodictionary.com. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so OTK is over the knee. So just like a traditional over the lap type spanking. Hi. So, Eric, by your um, AKA big girl spanker, I'm going to assume you are a spanker. Correct. More than spank E. Correct. 
my journey started exploring the bottom end of things. And then as I learned to top, it was kind of like the heavens opened up and I knew what I was meant to do with my life. So here we are going on 18 years later. So what is the appeal of spanking for you? For me, it's like Sonny said, the emotional connection with somebody being able to provide the experience that people are looking for, that they're craving or that they want, and being able to have fun with something that's been in my head since in before head I knew what sex was. So, Sky, heard uh, Eric and Sonny use terms like closeness and connection. Is spanking sexual? So that's going to be different, a different answer for everybody in our group, probably. Um, for me personally, it is sexual when I'm playing with Eric at times. Um, but on some of our other episodes, we've talked about the different types of spankings, whether it's erotic spanking or whether it's discipline or whether it's just for stress relief or those things. So like there are lots of people who I play with and it is not sexual. Um, and there are even times when I play with Eric when it is not with a sexual outcome. Um, but there are other times when I do play with him and it is very erotic and um, with the purpose of foreplay. Mm. Foreplay. It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely a huge debate in the spanking community is whether or not spanking is always sexual or can be non-sexual. But I think that at least everybody on our podcast is of the mind that it can be non-sexual and it can be sexual. Well, and, and it sounds like just from the explanations that exactly like you just said. So it can be sexual. It can be foreplay. It can be sexual and be the scene or it could be cathartic and just for the pain or just to bring out emotions or things like that. So I'm, I'm actually sitting here thinking, man, why don't we spank more often? We actually <laughs> do really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Or at least we do. I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking, wow, that, that's just, I miss it. Lizzie, do you know anybody who is both a spanker and spank o? Is it, or and is that spank common? Spanky, sorry. <laughs> You're talking about switches. Um, yeah, they're they're out there. Um, you know, even someone who identifies as one or the other will switch at times. Like um, like big girl Span spanker mentioned, he switches occasionally, um, or. I don't know. Or even you might be, meet someone who's bratty. Um, our missing member today, <laughs> Isabel Guzman, is um, is so bratty that she'll bring out the top in all of us. So, you know, <laughs> they're around and it's it's definitely contextual. Very, very true. I'm pretty sure everybody, at least from our side everybody of this is. podcast, has spanked her at least once. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can confirm. Yes. Can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> how do, so how do people get started, right? How would you get, or how did you guys get started, or how do you recommend people get started? That's that's a complicated question. Complicated I think, question. you know, everybody starts differently. I was into, interested in paying attention to spanking, you know, way more than all the other kids when I was back in preschool. So <laughs> I, you know, 
for some of us, it's been there lifelong. But as far as pursuing it as an adult, uh, a lot of us, in fact, maybe all of us, met on a forum site called Spanking Needs, which is just a discussion forum with a chat room component. And we just started talking and generated friendships. Does that still exist? It does. Spanking Needs? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's been through a few different iterations and different owners and a few different revamps, but it's still active. There's still it's a good a really, community there. It's a really good site for people that are wanting to learn more about spanking. It's like more of a a blog site, I guess I would call yeah. it, where people mm -hmm. will discuss different topics. And I may have to go check that out. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you find... Do you ever get, like, say you go to a party, like, let's say, for example, you went to a party at, uh, we'll just make up a place, some base, and you, it's not a spanking party, just a straight up BDM party. Do you ever get any looks from the floggers and the whip people? They're like, oh, you're into spanking. Yeah, I used to be in spanking when I was a noob. <laughs> Is there any of that attitude? All the time. Yes. <laughs> We are. That's a shame. <laughs> we are often described as vanilla with sprinkles, because it's not just vanilla, but we're you know just just shy of a Sunday. And Sunny has a lot of opinions about that. If you want to go ahead and share that, Sunny, because oh, I know you're dying to. <laughs> oh yes, and I've talked about it before. Like we're BDSM people, will kind of look down on spankos, um, and I don't like that. But also, I have. 100% like rolled into a BDSM dungeon with my little spanking crew and had people been like, oh, they're going to go spank. Okay. And then they turn around and they're like, holy shit, they can actually like, <laughs> because spanking is not, I mean, spanking for some people can be just like hand OTK, little light stuff, but we use big implements and stuff too. And some of our scenes are as intense as some other BDSM scenes that I've seen. So. We ain't nothing to blink an eye at. <laughs> I can remember being on a table with wheels and being spanked across the dungeon. <laughs> That's not always late. That's amazing. That's a great it story. It is not always late. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I routinely get like my thighs beat and I have big bruises down my thighs for like a week. So And they're beautiful. <laughs> they are beautiful. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you spanking as a gateway to BDSM, so to speak? I mean, what I mean by that is if someone wanted to get involved in BDSM type of play, it probably would not be a great idea for the first thing they do to pick up a bullwhip. Correct. Right? Right. That's yeah. something that makes significant amount of skill and practice mm -hmm. spanking on the other hand and correct me if i'm wrong i don't think it's unlikely that you are cause significant damage by being poor at spanking is that a fair statement you can if you do it wrong there is technique to it you are still dealing with potentially fragile areas of the body with the tailbone and genitals right there um depending on what implements you're using but Entry-level spanking, like Sonny was saying, a, a hand spanking over the knee is not really that dangerous and pretty easy to control, so it's a great place to start. What makes, what do you look for 
in a connection for, you know, we, we used words like it's connecting and it is certainly can be more of an intimate in your face kind of, or kind on of your lap play, or on your lap kind of play. <laughs> what do you look for is spanker, right? What, what is that, that thing that will draw you to somebody who's who, Oh, I would like them to spank me. That's another thing that might be different for every person. Um, personally, it's, it's kindness, you know, just someone who's nice. Yeah, somebody that isn't just, like, walking around the party full of themselves with, like, a flogger hanging out their back pocket, like, they the big wig. <laughs> but you don't really know. To For me, it's like you click with somebody. And I, so I really like role play. That's what I do most of the time where it's, like, punishment. Or I pretend I'm in trouble and I brat them and blah, blah, blah. Um And that kind of, like, back and forth where I can... I can brat you and you can come back at me with listen here, young lady and these things. And you don't really know that you're going to be able to do that. Make that up as you go along until you do. It's like something is just there. For me, definitely. If I'm at a party space, I'm watching how people are playing with others to kind of see if it's somebody who I would want to play with. Because you don't know, but if you see how they're playing with others and their style, you can see if that is a style that is going to work for you for what you're looking for at that point in time. Very cool. All right. We're going to hear more from the Spankos and the Spanko podcast in a little bit. Uh, Don, and actually, we're just going to let them take over the whole podcast as far as I'm concerned. Okay. It's too hard to be to interview somebody. It's a lot easier to inter be interviewed, right? Oh, for sure. Uh, obviously, you can find a lot more about spanking at the Spanko podcast, which you will see links in the show notes. Uh, before we get there, hang out with us for a couple minutes, guys, as we talk about a few things that we have going on. For example, Dawn, you are going to be busy at the Service Orientated Conference. Oh, me? Just me? I am not it's service okay. oriented, <laughs> no. but this is a one day virtual event focused on discussing to topics that are relevant to service oriented people. It's open to all and you're going to be presenting as well as some of our friends. And it's going to be really focused on those people that are, um, that are, are in, that are service oriented. We, we hear so much at cons that it's about tops and the skills that tops have. So this will be a good opportunity for service focused people to pre present and be heard as well. Absolutely. So just head over to serviceconference.org to get more information. Um, Sonny, if I wanted you to get me a cup of orange juice, would you just as likely spill it on me so that you'll get a spanking or would I get a cup of orange juice? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I can be, I am submissive, but I'm also a brat. I'm a bratty submissive. So I'm only submissive to, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get you a glass of orange juice, but <laughs> <laughs> there might be one person someday that I will get a glass of orange juice for. Okay. Well, for the moment though, you made it sound like submissive roulette. It's like maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of is. <laughs> I mean, my my profile name is Sunnyside South, so I do have that as well. 
Fair enough. Um, you know, that leads me to quite another question. I know I'm supposed to, we're supposed to be moving on to our other stuff, but what's FetLife got to do for spanking? Is it, is it a strong community of spankos on FetLife or? There's a lot not of so spankos on FetLife. Oh it's not a strong community for us, but there are a lot of spankos on there. Cool. You guys seem a little like I, I feel like there's a sub story on, on there, but uh, I mean, no. there at one time there was a very strong number of spankos on Fat Life and a lot of activity. Not quite so much anymore. I mean, there's definitely still a lot of people there, and if you can find, if you know where to look, you can find them. But it's not the best place. <laughs> so one thing about spankos okay. is a lot of people are really hesitant or shy about things that are in more of a sexual nature so a lot of people don't play in the sexual realm and therefore they don't like the bdsm kind of environment whether it's for a play party or for looking at and communicating with other like-minded people they don't like being bombarded with all of the bdsm photos and ads and you know, mm -hmm. dick pics and what have you that come up on FetLife. So they don't tend to hang out there. It's more of just a place to connect for parties and things. Yeah, I, That's been our experience as well. Yeah. Just spanking parties and stuff. And, and Dawn is hanging, Dawn is signing up for spankingneeds.com right now. She's trying to find <laughs> out. Awesome. They'll be thrilled to hear that. Well, it's going to yeah, be, great. as we travel, it's going to be easier for me to find spanking partners than just about anything else. Definitely. It just feels it just feels like a safer might be the wrong word, but at least easier to find that for yeah. to for an instant hookup sort of thing, since I won't be knowing a lot of people. We look forward well, to a future episode where you can tell us all about those experiences. <laughs> we, we are too. Believe me. Tables and spanking. I'm good. Uh, you will hear a future episode about those kind of adventures. Unfortunately, if you've not heard already, we are not going to be able to make it to Kinky College in October. But in January, we are in Rhode Island. In March, we are in Texas. In uh, April, April, we're in, in New, York. New York. So we are getting back out there. If you would like to keep up with all of our events, book news, discounts, junk like that. You should do that via the Erotic Awakening newsletter. So, um, and you also get your EA shout out, like Stu in Indiana, Joe in Indiana, Kismet in California, and Riley Kin in Parts Unknown. So, head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. Well, spanking may not be all about sex, but I am. And, Dawn, <laughs> you like that segue? I like that segue. I have realized recently. I'm not saying that I watch a lot of porn, but in my life, I have seen a, I've seen an average amount of porn, perhaps okay. a more, a slightly I've, bit. I know I've for me, I know for me, I've seen slightly more. <laughs> and one of the things that strikes me is that one of the major differences I do between porns, between what I do and what I see is porn sex is fast. And what I mean by that, it's not that it lasts. It's not that it happens quickly. I mean, fucking 20-minute blowjob. Give me the remote control. I'm fast-forwarding. <laughs> but it, it's like, bam, 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 right? I mean, I don't know how these people have this stamina 
And those ab muscles to go at it like that. Yeah, well, ab muscles, you know, there's probably some little blue pills involved or something else. But the other thing that's really weird is like if you're watching like the like ab muscles, like you said, if you're watching like the double penetration scenes and stuff like that. I mean, I've tried that. There's it's complicated. (laughs) How do these dudes? They're like athletic and, you know, and they're holding her upside down and just I don't get it. But, yeah, it's very not just fast, but athletic (laughs) (laughs) and i am neither of those things but but you know what we've got this rv not to throw you off topic but this rv with the the cabinets that are right above our bed those are phenomenal to hold on to (laughs) (laughs) i tried that again where was i at being straddled i was holding on right i was under you (laughs) so um so that helps athletics with not having the ab muscles i just hold on the v and we probably really should have uh 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 so hey lizzie can i <laughs> can i ask you a very personal and intimate question oh uh, sure you're, you're allowed to say and this is a consensual podcast no, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to be funny <laughs> do you you partake in slow sex, where by nature you move slow. You choose for those slow. You let things develop slow sort of fashion. Um, I'm not really comfortable at answering sexual questions. I'm one of those like non-sexual spankos, but that might be a good question for someone else. I don't know. Okay, I think Fair. it's hilarious here that Eric has his ears covered because he didn't want to hear the answer either. <laughs> Lizzie and I have like more of like a father-daughter children. kind of relationship, so it's, it's a little awkward to hear what those preferences are. So, yeah, not interested. Thanks. I'll just make up my own answers for everybody on the podcast tonight. And that'll be, no, that's so good. Um, oh, hey there. Um, I've been stuck here all night. Can you get me out of this cage? Erotic Awakening is grateful for the support of Foxy Fick. Foxy Fick is a website dedicated to erotica for men. All of their narratives and role plays are voice acted. Explore what it would be like to get a blowjob from Mermaid Sisters. To invite your cute neighbor over after bumping into her on a job. To make a deal with a demoness to lose your virginity. To have your crush make a move on you because you've been too oblivious. Or to have your annoyed cat girl begging for your attention. Subscribe today with our affiliate link and get a free trial and enter a chance to work with Foxy Fick to create your own erotica. Head over to foxyfick.com slash awakening. That's F-O-X-Y-F-I-C dot com slash awakening. I I will say that I am a fan of the slow sex and I don't reflect on that being a condition of my physical lack of stanima. But I will not argue there are plenty of times where I'm like, can I just be on bottom? Why don't you do all the work? I say last night was pretty quick because, and I'm, I made it. So that was, was say, that you, was a surprise quickie. <laughs> uh, Dawn, I'm very uncomfortable with the talking about sex on the podcast now. Oh, I am right. Unfortunately, that's an absolute lie. That 400 episodes of our podcast, unfortunately. Um, let's move on. So Dawn, um, when it comes, it's Halloween right around the corner. 
It is. You got um, some tentacles. Oh, I did. Related to Halloween, I think. So, yeah. So, actually, Brat Sheba. So, uh, she sent me a picture of an octopus pumpkin. And it is literally a, a gourd, a pumpkin with octopus legs. It wasn't carved. It grew like that. So, that was really cool. So, and then Poppy, one of our patrons, sent me a picture. They were out just shopping, and there was a coffee shop with a tentacle logo. So, um, and then you didn't get food on boobs, but you did get an awesome suggestion. Yes, I, I got the, uh, the suggestions that for we should be doing, instead of caramel apples, we should be doing caramel titties. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to say, as much as I am for that, I'm also against it, because I do like a caramel apple, especially with the nuts on it. Okay, so now I'm picturing caramel-covered titties being bitten into with nuts on it. Either kind. (laughs) (laughs) kind. Um, If we could avoid getting any caramel on my nuts, that would be a positive in my view. Uh, If you would like to see caramel on my nuts, you'll have to go to a different Instagram account. Instead, (laughs) if you would like to see us going to festivals and walking the dog and maybe the occasional (laughs) naughty picture, you can find us on Instagram and see the picture of the day. We are on there as Erotic Awakening. So awesome. So take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher. Now, don't be tuning out like you guys always do when we go into the end bit. Stick around. We got a whole nother podcast coming up. Go ahead, Don. Would I interrupt you? (laughs) Or just tell your friend. Exactly. And finally, uh, before we switch gears here, we do want to mention, yes, we on social media. Yes, yes. we do like to interact with the people that listen yeah, to the podcast. Absolutely. Send a hi via Instagram or Discord or toss us an email via email. That would be the way to toss us an email. <laughs> yeah. via email email right? at Dan and Dawn at eroticwakening.com. So there you go. Here's how to press this little button. See, that tells people our podcast is over. And, and then I press this button. And that's the applause that I never get. <laughs> Yay. Yay. All right. Now you guys are in charge. Now it's your podcast. Uh-oh. No pressure. Oh, man. All right. That means you're in charge, Eric. Oh, of course it does. Well, I'm not the one holding the list of questions, though. So All right, I think fair. I'll defer to Sky on this one. All right. Um, do we need to do our intro We've again? We've done just our intro, it? yeah. Okay. Well, All right. So on our podcast today... We have Dan and Don from Erotic Awakenings podcast, um, and your podcast has been around for since two thousand nine. I think it's probably the longest running podcast on adult erotica. Is that true? There, a uh, great dancer, Ropecast will have us beat. Okay. Uh, I'm not positive he is still out there, but if he is, he is he beat us to it. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I mean, we've listened to some of your episodes and I know that you're closing in on like episode 600 soon. So there's a lot. of All right. Um, so for our listeners who may be unfamiliar with you, can you describe your podcast and your chosen roles and labels? Oh, our podcast. I feel like I want to do the intro that we used to have. Go for it. And I don't remember it off the top of my head. I'm going to take a shot. <laughs> the flat we flat. remember it. Simply Fun Kink. Yes, it ends with Simply Fun Kink. We also talk about polyamory. We talk about alternative power, alternative relationship styles, power exchange. Sacred sexuality. 
Sacred Sexuality. That's the one you remember? That's the one I remember. Uh, as well <laughs> as, and, and it's because not only do I identify some of these things, uh, I am a leader in a power exchange relationship. Don's a follower in a polyamory relationship. We're also, sorry, in a power exchange relationship. We're also polyamorous. We're also, uh, can we cuss on your podcast? Sure. Winky as fuck. And, <laughs> um, and we, we bring all that to the podcast. And the only other thing we do is like, if there's something we don't know anything about, like I am not skilled at um, CBT, cock and ball torture, we'll bring on guests to talk about those things. Uh, as well as whatever else comes up to mind. When you've, like you said, we've been going for what, 11 years now. Uh, basically, if it happens, uh, hey, look what I did last night. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> no, we try to keep it. We try to keep it a little more focused than that. The two of you, I will say, from listening to several of your episodes, you guys have a great connection and fun banter um, during sure. your episodes. Well, thank, thank you. you. Very professional. Yeah, it makes it fun yeah. to listen to. It sure does. I've listened to some episode. I've listened to some podcasts where I was like, eh. That might have been an interesting topic, but it's not. But you guys are always super fun to listen to. We have, we have a lot of fun doing it. That's for sure. It's also been fun to watch your show evolve over the years. I Personally, I'm a longtime listener, first-time guest. But I, <laughs> uh, I've enjoyed listening from back in the days with your original intro. Um, you know, not every episode, because podcasting, yeah, that's just the mm -hmm. nature of it, I think. But... Uh, definitely a lot of them, and it's grown quite a bit over the years. Can you tell us, you know, those of us who are relatively new in the kink podcasting world, some of those growth struggles you've been through? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is something that Dawn just said as a throwaway comment that is actually rather huge. You have to have fun with it. Every once in a while, I will come across some podcast and I see that they're, they've got uh, millions of listeners and they are bringing in the big advertisers. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that. And it, it's not fun, right? I mean, I'm, I'm sure it would be, there's aspects of it that would be fun, probably, but it's not fun to produce a podcast that is the correct style of podcast to maximize efficiency. Mm -hmm. So, and, and it's not fun to do a lot of the deep topics that we could do, right? I mean, there's some topics out there that we've got opinions on, and then we'll start. We'll have every intention of starting a podcast with that topic. We'll get into it, and it's not fun, and we'll stop the recording, come up with something else, and totally do something different. And the other aspect, which if you've listened to the podcast since the beginning, you'll know, man, don't get too stuck on, on the technology. Oh, my gosh. I've spent so much on technology trying to go cheap right off the bat. And it just it's constant thing of upgrading. I would love it if we listened, if we list, if we sounded like uh, the ESPN podcast or uh, Conan needs a friend. I Well, Conan has but two producers and thousands and thousands of dollars in equipment mm -hmm. and a studio. I got a microphone in an RV. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, at the, and one, one of the other things that um, changed for us that, that you may have noticed is the way we interact. 
I mean, when we first started this nine years ago, that's when we ran for a power exchange title and we were deep into protocol and that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard for me to interrupt him, you know, because he would have his stories. I would have something to say. And then he would move on to the next story before I could get in my part of the original story. So I had to learn how to step on his toes. And now I like being able to see him so that I can see if he's thinking or if he's really done, because otherwise I will <laughs> step on the toe. Oh, we do that all the time. We're constantly talking on top of each other, but that's one of the things that gives our show some energy is mm-hmm. we never know what direction it's going to take because of that. True. What made you decide to start a podcast? It, it's uh, We were just talking about this not too long ago. It's we As we mentioned, Grey Dancer has the has been podcasting about rope longer than we've been podcasting. And we were at an event, we were vending, and he walked up to us with a microphone one day and he said, oh, tell me about this thing. And when he left, I was like, well, Jesus, I could do that. That's what a podcast is. And I that would that. be fun. So yeah, we'd be able to talk to people that are authors or just talk to people that we meet at events that just happen to be interested in something we were interested in and it's a great trick if you're an introvert like like we are because you put that microphone between yourself and somebody that you're you may maybe even something somebody that you idolize right uh, a jay wiseman or a lee harrington or these people that have been around the scene for you know make us look like newbies and it gives you that that confidence to actually have that conversation with them Absolutely. Having met you both in person a couple times, I don't imagine either of you being introverts. <laughs> we um, we are good fakers because we are both absolutely introverts. That's why this RV life works so well. That's what he says about me too, guys. <laughs> yeah. If you if you ever watch us present, we can uh, we love being on stage. We love teaching, uh-huh. and then we'll disappear for an hour while we go recharge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> May I ask you a question about the title of your podcast? Sure. So does it have anything to do with the uh, book or play Spring Awakening that, you know, is very much about sex and has a beating scene and all of that? No. no. Ours was based more, if I can remember right, ours was based more on the sacred sexuality and becoming your authentic self. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we wanted to present on was um, like to be door showers to show all these things that, you know, can be your authentic self if you just let the word open. So erotic awakening was just just what popped into our head. And, and I have to admit, I don't know Spring Awakening, so I'm adding it to my reading list. <laughs> um, some of us have attended the spanking party that you hosted at The Space in Columbus, um, and your podcast at times mentions spanking, spanking parties. What is your favorite part about spanking? Uh, earlier on the podcast, I was asking you guys what draws, what is interesting, what makes somebody interesting in that you would go um, want them to spank you? Because you've been to parties I've been to and I've not been able to spank anybody that on your show. So I just needed some, some hints there. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we can all be at a party together. Well, there you go. So, yeah. Parties. I love running spanking parties because there is a sense of purity about it. 
their sense of we for the same reason because we have the same regardless of how different everybody is that shows up at these parties right everybody's got their own variety of backgrounds and all that stuff but we've gathered together for this one specific interest this one specific thing and the reality is and don't tell anybody i said this spanking parties in general are more fun than bdsm parties because at least the ones i've been to and the ones i've hosted because the spanking parties don't take themselves so seriously if you are going into a spanking party with a stick up your ass then you might as well leave it there because nobody's going to take it out for you and nobody's going <laughs> to let you. St- I don't want to get too, you know, I don't, everybody does their own thing. It's fun. It's relaxing. We have icebreakers and laughter and things like that. And that's, that's really cool. And I know one of the things that I like is that I am one of those like, intimacy of Spain, but if I'm going to be honest, one of the things that I do like is that to spank, you need an ass. And I've got an ass and it's a nice white, wide ass. It is and it, a nice and white it is ass. actually appreciated when I'm on a spanking bench that I have a nice fluffy ass with plenty of room to spank. There's a reason my name is big girl spanker. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. There's been so many like BDSM parties I go to and people, I mean, protocol and all of that is all good all good and well and i'm not gonna bash anybody's kink but i just can't can't get down with it i just want to go and spank and not have this giant pre-negotiation and all of that mm-hmm. so don one of your recent episodes talked about you attending a spanking party recently could you tell us a little bit more about that Ooh, which spanking party to i think the last one was ones that we hosted okay. so that would have been a place in one yeah. of the episodes, you were talking about um, needing spanking outfits um, and not having them because of the new RV lifestyle. Um, oh, I'm that's because that's we were going to go. Yes, we were going to go to a spanking event, so which ended oh, yeah. up getting canceled. You guys uh, know this event. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. yes. So, and and I'm like, so what am I going to wear? Because we usually would spanking events that we go to people are more into the nudity full nudity is not allowed right uh-huh. right so generally we've been to right it's thongs it's panties it's something like that right even if they're assless you know they're, they're still and it's like my spanking skirt is in storage that i finally <laughs> got that it's leather but it's got the ass cut out so you don't have to remove anything you just bend <laughs> over i have my assless panties i don't have Oh, I went with really basic stuff and I just, I don't have it, but I'll make something work. <laughs> if we get to a spanking party, I will make something work. Oh, no yes. doubt. I That's... have been known to just take my panties and pull them up the crack of my butt so they look like a thong. That works. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the joys of, of being a spanko is everything can be super simple. You just give us a folding chair and we can make a scene happen. Exactly. <laughs> We've done that. How is the yeah. RV lifestyle? Because uh, that's relatively recent for you both, right? The moving into the RV and traveling. Yeah, it, it sure is. And we, you, you know, one of the decisions we've had to make with there's is you got to give some stuff up if you're gonna. So we live full time in a 29 foot trailer now, and 
we had to make some decisions. Like you cannot, like Don said, right? I can't bring every start in the world. One of the hard decisions we had to make was to leave our spanking bench behind. It's mm-hmm. it just there's no room for a spanking bench in the RV. Now, obviously, you don't need a spanking bench to have a good spanking scene, but we have a really nice spanking bench, and it's just <laughs> too, you know, it was like, should we get one of the the ones that have the toy hauler in the back? where people normally put motorcycles so we could put a little BDSM gear. We thought about that. Oh, Having a little fun. travel dungeon. Yeah. So, is but, the RV space affecting your play style at all? Absolutely. We are limited. We're big fans of um, the bedroom is for sleeping. Don't try and figure out why you're arguing in the bedroom. Don't try and do bills in the bedroom. The bedroom should be sleeping. And if, if some intimacy, but often we'll practice intimacy in other places. Well, in the RV, it's the bedroom is now where many things happen. Um, not good or bad, but it, like last night, I was trying to go to bed. <laughs> I mean, uh, I was under the covers. A dog I comes had. in there all. You told me to cover you up. I, I'm <laughs> <laughs> happened. When the groping happened, other things happened, and it's like, woohoo! <laughs> I will help you go to sleep. Well, you need to go to sleep. <laughs> but, but of course, you know, here at right now, um, we are in an RV park. We have neighbors fairly close, so any play that we had do is going to be quieter, going to be a little, certainly less action. Um, which is great, right? Because it, now that's the thing you get to rethink, right? You get to learn new skills. All the more reason to be excited about upcoming events. Absolutely. Indeed. Do you We're guys actually going to be friends. Go ahead. What did you say? And it was, I said we're actually going to be camping with friends this weekend on some private property. And um, nudity is allowed. Now, it is, what, mid-September? End of <laughs> September. Uh-huh. And um, it's going to be a little chilly, but uh, nudity is allowed. And I got a feeling <laughs> play <laughs> and nudity is going to happen. Awesome. Um, do you guys have a favorite spanking implement or favorite position for spanking? I like the spanking bench. I really like to be on my knees and on a solid bench I because it, it kind of mimics over the knee. But because I'm on the larger side and I used to be larger, over the knee is kind of like I'm so scared of hurting somebody. So on a nice, solid spanking bench um, like Barrick out of Columbus, he, he made the ones we used to have at the space. I can get comfortable, not worry about the furniture breaking, which has actually happened on me before. You know, and things like that. So spanking bench, nice and solid. I prefer hands with the person leaning into me with their body. I want to hear their reactions as spanking me out. So, and otherwise, we used to have this implement that had designs on it. And it was really light. And man, it hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> but if you could get me to that space where I was into the pain and the endorphins were hitting that was my favorite favorite toy it is, it is so bizarre that we don't play enough that i've got my good spanking calluses anymore mm. so i have a pair of gloves 
that I like to wear. They're somewhat weighted, which again allows me to be a little bit lazier because <laughs> they yeah. have some weight that they're carrying. Um, position wise, I'm good with over the knee. I'm good with a bench. I'm good with uh, like a yoga table pose. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you're familiar with that, because that allows me a lot of movement. Oh, that's fine. I certainly agree with what you guys have said on your podcast. For me, spanking is a connected sort of activity and i like to be able to move around the person and and even if i'm just spanking uh, a butt it's still different angles and moving around some um is a, a, a big fan of that uh and side note don i'm getting all turned on when, i know <laughs> that's what i'm saying your camera's off it's fine this weekend <laughs> this weekend's gonna come in handy i need a spanking sir okay. <laughs> well, if you need any pointers, yeah. <laughs> we're always happy to inspire. <laughs> um, we were very disappointed we were- to hear the closing of the Columbus space due to the loss of revenue related to COVID. Um, do you have any mm-hmm. intent to open another similar space in the future? Current state is, I was just going to say no. It's, so the thing for us about running the Columbus space was being able to bring things like our vision of what a good spanking party looks like and being able to implement it. And, you know, it's, you, you have an event, your normal BDSM event, right? You have a hundred people show up and 80 of them are happy just to pay their 20 bucks and have a fun time and go home. And Every once in a while, though, you get those people that come in and they you, you see them light up. You see that, wait, just because I like spanking or something doesn't make me a weirdo or a freak. There's other people mm-hmm. like me. That really made it worth it for us. On the, the flip side is, it's nice to have weekends back. Yeah. <laughs> nice not to work every day. Yeah. I bet. yeah. And, and honestly, honestly, we, um, we got rid of everything. We totally sold everything to try to make back some of the money that we had invested in the place. The building's been sold. We would have to start from scratch again. Mm-hmm. Right. That right. is a huge investment that we would have to do a second time. Yeah. yeah. And I think we've gotten used to the four of us that ran it. Man, we've been able to ride our motorcycles, <laughs> spend time with our polypods. I mean... It would be really hard to give up every weekend again, like we did for five, five, almost six years. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I was able to talk with Barack at a uh, event here in Cleveland at our uh, local play space. Um, and he said something very similar. Like I I've done my turn running a space. Somebody else can take it over if they want to. Yep. Want to. Right. Right. And that was hard because the four of us very much were in love with that place. And like Dan said, great to provide a place where people feel welcome with their kinky desires. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was definitely a great space. I'm sure it's a big loss for the Columbus area. And we're hoping that uh, some of those people will migrate a little bit north and join us at some events in Cleveland. There you go. Absolutely. We'll be through there at some point in the spring, I think. Excellent. We'll definitely let you know when we're having a party good deal so um as spankos most the majority of spankos we start thinking about this when we're kids 
and like watching cartoons and all that stuff. Is that a similar experience for folks that are more of the broad BDSM or for you guys? Not for me so much. I don't know that I can speak about the broader BDSM because I know, you know, we've asked this of people before or we've been asked this on another podcast before. And um, for some people, yep, it starts that young. For others, we're adults. So for, for me, I mean, I was in a vanilla relationship and it was the internet coming in in the mid-90s before I really started investigating what all the options were and reading stories on Literatica, you know, before contributing my own stories to, to that site and reading uh, uh, The Claiming of Sleeping Beauty. Oh, my God. And, you know, and things like that, that the interest started building up. Yeah, I, I would say for me, I, I just never thought about it. Um, I had one person I was dating in my 20s who said, oh, well, you could spank me. And it just never occurred to me that it could be serious. And it wasn't until I really t- Pamela. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you remember her. Yeah. It wasn't until <laughs> I turned 35 before suddenly it was bam. And then it was, it was, oh, oh, this is the world that I've been looking for. Yeah, well, and you, so we found IRC, right? And then I told Dan, I said, you know, because Dan was a friend at the time. I was married to someone else. And I'm like, you know, there's these naughty rooms on there. I think I'm going to go do it. And of course, Dan's pushing me into it. He's like, yeah, yeah, go check it out. Let me know what it's like. Nice. And then I found people that were actually in Columbus and they were having a demo. So I decided to take my husband at the time to this demo because I wanted to get a, a spanking from one of the dudes and show my husband that I could handle it. So I got that spanking, got bruised, totally freaked him out. I found home. Dan's like, so did you get a spanking? I'm like, yep. And I got bruises. And he's like, let me see. Well, Dan and I had never been sexual. We'd always just been friends. Um, I kind of drove him around and then pulled on the side of the road and dropped the side of my pants where I was bruised. And somehow we ended up together after that. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's a, a great story, story. that's great spanking brings people together i'm telling you absolutely <laughs> so speaking of demos you two have done a bit of presenting would you like to tell us a little bit more about that do you have any things you're presenting at coming up at the moment as a matter of fact um, it has been really weird for us this past almost two years where, depending on where you're, when you're listening to the podcast, right, uh, there's this thing right that's happening right now called COVID. Um, <laughs> so for the past, the previous, I don't know, 13 well, years? We've been presenting since like 03, 04. So, yeah. So for at least the past 15 years or so. We've presented anywhere from eight to, and in the last 10 years, 16 events throughout the North America every year. Wow. So it's been really weird for two years to be doing nothing. And, and actually, we've been doing a lot of virtual presenting, but it, it doesn't really translate to some of the more physical stuff. So we're very, very happy that we're getting to get back out there. Come January, we'll be in Rhode Island. In uh, March, we'll be in Texas. In April will be in Cleveland um, and New York and or April in New York. I'm sorry. And then uh, Cleveland is somewhere in that range. I apologize. I don't know the date off the top of my head. That's okay. Uh, 
So, but lots of stuff, things starting to open up and looking forward to getting back out there. Yeah, we've got some new classes that we're trying to do. Now that we've Zoomed so much over the last couple of years, our classes we've done now virtually over and over and over and over again. So we're trying to come among some new stuff to make it more interesting for us. And and we change as well, right? Mm -hmm. Our views on things and our perspective on things has opened up. A a good example of that, and I know, uh, Eric, you've been doing this for a little while as well. Um, When we first got started, we used to think that the TNG groups, which is for people that may not be familiar, it's for kink groups for people that are 18 to 35 in general, and we used to think that was kind of a bullshit sort of thing. It's like, well, who's teaching people, right? You're supposed to respect your elders and get taught by your elders. And, and all learn that by osmosis like we did from the older <laughs> community. <laughs> and as we got older and our kids got older, we came to realize we love the TNG groups because I don't want to run into my kids at a play party. Right. <laughs> I, go to the TNG groups. I never go to the TNG groups. We'll never run into each other. And, and one of them actually came to us and said, you know, I think I'm interested in this thing. Where can I go that you guys be? And we're like, you do know we run the place in uh-huh. the city, right? <laughs> that we know people in like every major city within a day's ride, you know, or whatever. I said, but there is the TNG group, so we would not be there. And I, yeah, I don't know. But part of me, because part of, you know, I, I am I'm kind of a dick. Part of me wants <laughs> to be at a BDSM party where one of the boys no. and they're both over age at this point. Oh, they're in their 30s. You know, they're sitting there flogging somebody and the be <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm with Dawn no. on this. That is like my worst yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, we've had right. people who brought their daughter to place spaces before and it was I it wasn't so awkward for them. They had already worked it out, but for the rest of us who knew their family dynamic, we were like, this is awkward for us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Can be. So, but you learn to navigate it. We've got more do. than one friend that's got kids, they're adults, in the scene, and they've learned how to navigate around each other. Yeah, we've, we've learned to navigate by getting an RV and leaving the state. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> that when does make it easier. <laughs> so do we have anything else for them? I don't Is there anything, anything else on, the else on our, um, our group end for questions? I, I don't really is, have anything. Is there, what is your greatest piece of advice that you would give to the community? To the community? Hmm. <sighs> don't take things personally. Yeah, Not everything one. is, oh, I, you, you saw me putting my fingers up. I Get know, you have a off. lot of advice for the community. You know what? I'm going to say that my piece of advice is lead, follow, or get out of the way. If, if, if you want to support the community, you support the community, support the people that are out there doing it. Don't tell them how to do it. Support them. And if you don't want to support them and you still think it's worth doing, you put the money up. You put the energy up. You put the, yourself on that, uh, that uh, target, right? And lead. Go do the things. And if you're not willing to do either one, stay off the damn internet complaining about how things ain't getting done. That 
you know what? And it's That's great. a huge one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now that yeah. we don't run anything anymore, I'm allowed to say that. It's like, <laughs> so leave forward, get out of the way. That's my piece of community advice. I like it. That right is there. excellent advice. So where can our listeners that support advice, you? If you head over to eroticalwake.com, then you can find our podcast as well as where we'll be presenting books. Our Discord channel, all that, everything is on eroticawakening.com. Yep. Excellent. And where can they support us? All our episodes are on YouTube. And um, now we have a merch store. So if you'd like to look at the link below, uh, definitely check that out to support us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, where you can rate and review us, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and all of your podcast favorite podcast apps. And you can listen to us at spankopodcast.com. You can also send us emails, any advice, suggestions, topic suggestions. You can also email us directly at spankopodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram. At life, at life. <laughs> all Spanko podcasts everywhere. I don't know what I'm, I'm missing. The girl's not here. <laughs> and you can support us on OnlyFans, where we have lots of additional content for you and a couple of spanking photos that rotate in and out. And also, you can support us now on Patreon. So check us out on Patreon.com/slash Spanko Podcast. And on our OnlyFans, we've started doing live episodes. So if you want more content, um, we're doing monthly live episodes on OnlyFans. And, and it so, was super fun and you're missing out. You sure are. So we'll see you next time. Happy spankings. And Dan, and can you give us uh, the your website one more time? It got a little garbled. Eroticawakening.com Thank you. Excellent. It has been a lot of fun to talk to you guys. It sure has. Nice to meet you. We will definitely have to uh, connect when you're coming through Cleveland sometime. Yeah, I know that's going to be in the spring, and I know we're teaching for somebody. Okay. We'll be there. Uh, Let me the little recorder thing stopped. No, it's going to keep going forever. Did it not ever record? (laughs) 